Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. This podcast is brought to you by Native Grape Odyssey. Native Grape Odyssey is an educational project financed by the European Union to promote European wine in Canada, Japan, and Russia. Enjoy. It's from Europe. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast with me, Monty Alden. My guest today is Francesco Marchio. Francesco is the managing director of a company called Vino Veritas, or Vino Veritas, Asia Limited, and this is based in Hong Kong. Hi, Monty. Hello, everyone. Okay, Francesco, let's uh, start. Where are you from in Italy and how did you end up in Hong Kong? Uh, Yes, so I'm from Torino, from Piemonte, and I ended up in Hong Kong because uh, uh, my career as a sommelier brought me to UK. So I was in the UK doing my job as a som and, uh, you know, two Michelin star restaurants. In which area? In uh, Oxfordshire. Oh, really? Yeah, in uh, Le Manoir Cassison. So it was a very, you know, great, great, great restaurant where I drink a lot of French wine, try to sell some Italian wine, but it was tough. And uh, after... So you, when were you there at the memoir? Roughly what period of time? Uh, that was uh, about 2009. was, yes, 2009, yeah, around 2009, 2009, yeah. And then I stayed one here. But when I was there, that was my, all my life change. And uh, I met... Um, uh, my mentor, now friend, Michael Pali, Master of Wine, he was my teacher for WCT. And at some point he asked me, you know, do you want to come and work with me? And uh, we're looking for a person to look after London, the trade market. So I moved to London and then started to work with him. Uh, of course, before doing that, I test all his wine because he imports um, Italian wines to the UK. The wine was absolutely beautiful. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm your man. Let's move to London. But, and so from London, yeah. how did you end up in Hong Kong? So one day he called me and said, what, what are you doing to next week? So I have some meeting. Uh, honestly, I thought he was checking me out. Um, and then he said, no, because uh, you need to cancel your meeting, postpone. And uh, so what, what's happening? We're going to Hong Kong. So what do you mean we're going to Hong Kong? Oh, don't worry, we'll talk on the plane. Okay, fair enough. So I called my mom, said, mom, it's little things. I'm going to Hong Kong. Oh, you're going, what? In Japan. So no, it's actually not Japan. <laughs> and uh, well, anyway, uh, so we, we took the plane, ran Hong Kong, said, Michael, stop it. Why are we here? So he told me this is project going on in Hong Kong. So we want to open a company there. We're looking for a person to go there and manage. I love the city. And it's like, yes, I mean, so I moved to Hong Kong. To th- that was 2012. 2012? Yeah. So we are uh, six years ago already. Yeah, almost seven. So, I mean, do you have, like, family as well with you, or was it um, just you? No, it was just me, and there I met my wife, that she's also Italian, and, um, and now I have a family, I have a, um, a little baby, a little baby girl, three months uh, old, and, uh, you know, we are very happy. Okay, so tell me about what you do in Hong Kong and the Hong Kong market. So we, we basically import uh, uh, Italian wines in Hong Kong and uh, we distribute to uh, hotel and restaurant, but also private clients. So we look after all the market and um, focus is mainly trade, but we are growing with the private client too. Especially the last few years, the interest in Italian wine grow a lot. So how are you getting people on board? Are you holding uh, tastings so that they can get familiar with the wines or educational seminars? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's very important for Italian wine that people have to try the wine because we also, we you know, we don't sell only Pinot Grigio and Chianti, but we, we focus our indigenous grape variety. We sell in Timorasso, we sell in Tintilia, uh, or, you know, all these wine they never heard about it. Even the Italians, maybe, you know, they never try it. So they must try the wine, they must try with food, and they love it. So we do usually one event per, year, per, per month, at least. 
and uh, wine dinner, tasting, it, it really depends. We work very close with uh, our client, with the restaurant, so the people get the experience from the restaurant and they get also to know the wine better and with the chance to talk about it. And that's where they, they're, they're hooked by Italian wines because they love it. Do you do any follow-up tastings? Just say, I don't know, restaurateur or whatever comes to your tasting and, and takes an Italian wine. Yeah, sticks it in the restaurant and it does uh, quite well. Is that person going to come back and say, actually, I'd like more knowledge? Or does it say, you know what, it's selling, I don't really care? No, no, no. actually, they, they, they're coming back and uh, they, they they might not remember uh, the grape variety or what they drank, but they might say to you, oh, the, the second wine that we had, the first wine that we had, you know, I want I want to know more. And uh, they, they that's our goal, to get on board. And then step by step, they're going to discover Italian wines. And honestly, What's happening in Hong Kong in the last couple of years is great because uh, the Italian wine sales are growing because the people are going the interest in Italian wine. So we are working all the importers and um, sommelier together to create the Italian wine revolution. That's what we are trying to do there. Okay. And um, I also have to thank you here, uh, a great my friend JC is doing a lot for, for, for that. And Marino from Bombana. It's a, it's a great team we're putting together. Okay, so um, in terms of the educational side, how deep do you go if you show a wine, just say, I don't know, a Fiano Diavolino, for example? Do you do like a little seminar on that or just, is it just very brief? I think it's, it's very brief because uh, Hong Kong is a very fast city. So the people, they don't they, they come for dinner or they're testing the wine, they don't want to spend much time on that. They really want to start to know, they need to know the basic things. So it's from South Italy, it's a wine, DOCG, explain a little bit what UCG means and uh, get to know them to know also comparing the, the grape variety to something more international so talking about Fiano talking about you know great uh, wine from from Burgundy with that richness or from you know um, south of France uh, so it's really important to let them understand what they can compare with that wine and give an idea what they're going to drink okay so and so in food matching also then is important it's really important they are crazy for food matching Hong Kong is the one of the best you know, the best city in the world to go out for dinner because you can find any kind of restaurant, any kind of foods, and they are really, really demanding. I mean, the clientele there, they really want to have a good food and they get used to good food. When they travel, they are mainly disappointed because, oh, you know, the best Italian food I had was in Bombano or the best um, tacos food uh, is it's the chef. Uh, so they, they really know what they eat. So you can't really play the game. Oh, no, that's, that's a good food because, no, they know. So it's important to go with the wine and they, they like to play around, especially when you come to local cuisine. There is not much of wine and food pairing, but they like to, to try and then maybe they, they, they drink everything together, red first, then white, then white again, but they enjoy it. It's, it's very fun. So they're not, they have that freedom to do what they always have done, I think, which is yes. our convention is, you know, white before red, dry before sweet. And, and you're saying that, you know, they don't necessarily follow those conventions, but you're not telling them, you're being stupid you just say well that's how you do it that's exactly. how you do it because do you think there's a lesson there for for europe for the traditional powerhouses obviously not just france or germany but also the uk for example the way that wine is taught do you think um we could learn something from hong kong, uh, hong kong absolutely absolutely because uh, wine you need to drink what you like and if you like uh, uh, you know, a light red with fish, or you like a, a white wine with with the, your chicken, or you know, I don't know. They, it's very important that we we stuck too much in what we think it's correct, but the rules then they disappear when the markets start to blend in and different culture and the people just have a lot of fun you know they can explore and we, if we can learn something from them that means that our mind can just open more open more in them you know 
Okay, so I'm, I, I, I'm an Italian wine producer. Yeah. I've heard of you, and I want you to get my wine into Hong Kong. How do I do that? So, yeah, the first things, I want you to understand that Hong Kong is a market that where you're not going to sell a volume of wine. You need to be in the right restaurant, in the right place. So positioning your wine in the right place. Some producer talk with me, ah, in China, we can sell a lot, uh, you need to order more. So no, that's not the right thinking because you want to be in the right places. It's a very small market because most of the people Nobody, nobody drinks at lunch, at lunchtime. So most of the people, they drink only for dinner. But there are not many drinkers. And the one drinking for dinner, most of the time, they bring the bottle from home. So it's a very tough market. And um, you need to trust the, the person you're working with and just start to build your brand step by step. It's not something that happened in, in, you know, in six months. We need more time. So that means you have to be careful with the people that you work with on the Italian side, right? That they understand that Absolutely. it's a long-term game. It's not a, an overnight thing. It's all about long-term relationship because it happened to me many times that I asked the producer, are you selling to Hong Kong? I said, oh, yes, I sold a pallet two years ago. I never heard back from, from this guy anymore. I don't know where my wine is. So most of the time, if you end up with the wrong person, you don't know where the wine is going. Maybe it's going to China. Maybe they're not able to sell and they drop the wine in the market at a very low price or, you know, they don't put in the right warehouse in the right condition so there are many things that factors that go to play around when you you're selling wine in, in asia generally yeah. okay i want to thank today's guest francesco marchio from vino veritas which is based in hong kong uh, some very good tips there if you're an italian wine producer um, about how to approach that market and the message that i've got is uh, understand it and be really patient thank you yes absolutely thank you so much multi thanks for coming in thank you This podcast has been brought to you by Native Grape Odyssey, discovering the true essence of high-quality wine from Europe. Find out more on nativegrapeodyssey.eu. Enjoy. It's from Europe. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram.